dinosaurs. Hey, you like Pez? It looks like that has Heaney from the boundary line. He's an expert at these. Hello and welcome to Behind the Boundary Podcast. I'm your host, Pez. I'm here with Source and we're in after a round three in AFL where there's been uh, ups and downs in the results, Source. Ups and downs uh, in the results and in, in the studio today, Pez. I'm a little bit concerned with uh, my well-being and the viewers' well-being. Um, I've got the, uh, the, the sensor button here. Ready to go because uh, you are up and about, Pez, and I'm a little bit worried that waving your hands around and swearing and you're going to get dissent called because you, you are, you've come in fired up today. Yeah, well, your pussy club couldn't <laughs> even get the points over uh, the Gold Coast last week and just cost me everything. Cost you everything. Uh, we will get into that into the bet slip. If you can put uh, your hatred for, for the Pussycats aside uh, for them having a, a pretty poor uh, start to the season. And, now, and all, all the listeners will actually want to hear this because you, you know, Geelong, Geelong, me, 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 all about me. What, you don't want to make this about Geelong today because... Uh, yeah, 0-3. And and I mean, we've lost to, to two quality sides, two top eight sides. Gold Coast are not quality. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> not the Gold Coast. We lost to Carlton, who's a top eight side. Everyone keeps harping on. And the premiership favourites in Collingwood. And uh, Pez, I mean, if you look at what Geelong are doing at the moment, and it is not a Geelong podcast, I'll keep it quite quiet. <laughs> just, just, I've just got out of that. We're going to have to go back and censor that, Pez. Let me get the uh, <laughs> the button ready to go for you. <laughs> There we go. Got you all ready to go. Um, I mean, they, they lead the league in clangers. They're, they're not playing Geelong uh, like football. I spoke about this last week about how the last two or three years has gone into that premiership and they're taking some time to recovery. I'm sick of hearing all this stuff about Joel Selwood in the middle. The guy averaged 15 touches a game and he was definitely a leadership. Lead, he was definitely a leader last year. But the problem is they've had a, a range of different injuries as well as they've won a premiership. So their preseason starts later. They're a lot older. They, you know, they didn't come to back to camp, but not making excuses. They'll get a win this week, and they'll start the season. They play West Coast the week after. I think GWS the week after that, uh, and then yeah, Sydney, wait, Sydney wait at home. Late. So there's four wait wins. Too late to get a win, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so you're off the cat, then. You're not tipping them this week. Oh, I'm tipping them. I, th- I think they'll win, and for the exact same reasons, I thought they beat the Gold Coast last week. And then what? What are we meant to do? Like people are saying this week, oh. They can't go 0 and 4. We were saying the same bloody shit last week when they well, they can't go 0 and 3. They're playing against the Gold Coast. Easy trip away, easy win. So 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 viewers can uh, and fans can understand what's happened is I've come in to, to sit down to the studio after a hard day of work and I've copped absolute sprays like I was the one miskicking the football and I've copped uh, blame from Jeremy Cameron's poor kicking from, you know, uh, Zach Guthrie who got a, a poor little spray, a third-year player, got an absolute pounding uh, by Pez all because a couple of um, if his bets didn't didn't pay out and and he's a little, a little bit of a loss at the moment. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a big swing. And when we get into that uh, little review, it's a, it's a massive swing of things in the season. It definitely is. I might have to try and quickly adjust back through with the our soundboard here, Piers, and keep the sensor there. But let's let's talk about other things. There was a big week of football. We had, you know, a whole lot of stuff going on about the umpiring and probably one of the worst decisions uh, in current times. Uh, not actually if, with to do with the actual football, which which is interesting. Yeah, well, the worst decision I saw on the weekend actually put Carlton back in front yep, over, I mean, over GWS. Yeah, so you want them to, to replay that so you can have another loss to your collection? or No, no, that's all right. But um, in, in descent, descent form to the umpire, the umpire, like, it's it's up to interpretation. And if one umpire hurts a little bit more, it was Stephen Canilio who just put the arms out a little bit. How is that not a free kick when they tackled the guy and he, he's dropped the ball straight up in the in the 50? Uh little bit of frustration it's it's natural it's a human thing and i don't think there was any there wasn't any swearing involved we saw the umpire the the microphone 
no swearing involved, no direct threats or anything like that. So I don't think that it should be dissent. It's obviously wrong. They've asked the AFL if it's correct, and the AFL have come out and said, well, yes. Uh, In I mean, the letter of the law, it's dissent. I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree with what you're saying here. Technically, it is dissent. It is, you know, he, he's questioning a call. He's doing that. But should it be paid in a game in the fourth quarter? No. Fourth quarter, we want it officiated like the grand final. Put your whistle away and let the footballers decide. We want it. the third quarter officiated like that as well as the second and the first quarter. Yeah, just That'd put, be nice. put your whistles away. You don't need to make it about you. I mean, I like what the AFL has done in its you know hard stance against a dissent. And I guess what people are more complaining about is not actually this call. I mean, this call is the is the the pinnacle of why it's brought to our, our in the forefront of discussion, but. It's the way that it's inconsistently blown. If you look at the next game that was played later that night, there were many times people, you know, punching their their arm, sorry, their legs. They're, they're waving out. They're giving a little bit of a spray, and nothing called. So there's the consistency as always, which fans and you know players and anyone who's a follower of sport, that's what they want from the officials. The excuse from the AFL is, oh, it's a very hard game to umpire, and I, I agree, there's, it there's, is. There's four of them now, so. But it's an easier game to consistently umpire if you just blow the whistle less. And less frequently, and just uh, just grow grow a pair a little bit. The umpires don't need to be known. I've always said this. Uh, they don't need to have a number on their back or anything. You can, I don't know, if you want to up their pay or do whatever and, and go there. I think the four umpires on field have really made for some really shitty calls, especially that leads to goals as well, because they've got the fourth umpire just sitting there watching for little holds and things like that. And just defenders. Defenders need to be smarter. Please. <laughs> If you're a defender, you're inside the defensive 50, the ball's coming towards you and your opponent. Do not grab the jumper. How, how, how hard, frustrating is it? How hard? I, don't, I can't believe how much it's been brought to light now with this fourth umpire. How many league footballers turn their back on the footy? Like, they, they, they're turning their back to engage in a contest. How are they not already engaged in a contest when the ball's coming in? And it's it's it actually has really highlighted to me how many defenders are out of position to begin with. And, and it really highlights the good defenders and what they're doing around the football to make sure that they're in prime position to, to be able to put themselves in a marking contest and not give away a terrible free kick. But... It's it's been very interesting. I think the four umpires has been um, a success in terms of we're not talking about the big calls, but now we're just talking about the umpires' involvement in the game, which, you know, we're a couple of steps away from just getting it right, maybe. <laughs> oh, who knows these days? You can't have a review for everything. You can't keep changing the rules, but uh, umpires are going to umpire how they do. They're going to favour one side more than another, depending. Like uh, AFL Twitter will, will tell you in every single game that they're against their team, and um, I guess AFL supporters are the worst when it comes to social media and they're you know, one-eyed and going for their club, and you, you read a lot, of, a lot of shit on there, but... <laughs> Um, I think I think I'm going to have to adjust the the the, the, um, the rating of our show, which is normally as clean pairs. You've dropped about three or four shits here, as well as an f bomb. So oh, I was told I'm allowed to say the word shit, and I've just got to keep the f bombs to a minimum. Well, failed already for tonight. So work on it hard for our next segment, pairs, as we get into the uh, the bet review. Well, there was no winning last weekend for you, Pez, so maybe they're talking about me that they kind of won, but they kind of lost. Yeah, but I, I don't have the full stats here. Uh, I, I don't, but um, I think this may be my worst round of footy uh, on the podcast over five years in terms of uh, unit loss. And uh, you've got one, I don't know which button it is, but I, I'm going to try and censor myself because I'm getting in trouble here. But 
fucking Geelong. <laughs> it didn't really work. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work? No, it didn't. But I'm pretty sure that they got the message uh, anyway. So that, that we got one down and that was a nice little segue we had. But uh, we'll, we'll go through the yeah, bets. We'll get to the Geelong game because it was on the prepare Sunday. Prepare that button for next time. So we started on uh, the Thursday night. It was the Western Bulldogs versus Brisbane. And uh, I'll, I'll take this loss. So I had uh, two units on Brisbane uh, on blue bet. To, to get the win at $1.57, just to win a unit and a bit. And it, it didn't get up because Brisbane, they, they weren't attacking. The Bulldogs were able to defend from, a I don't know, dr- early during the fourth quarter. They weren't even trying to score and they just were able to defend and somehow uh, got the win against the Bulldogs. So a two-unit loss to, to start the round wasn't ideal. It, it was really frustrating watching um, the Western Bulldogs and Brisbane play pairs because Brisbane just just their, their forward entries not only were, were pretty terrible but the second efforts around if they weren't going to put themselves on a scoreboard and on the highlight reel was pretty pretty poor and and they're lucky that Harris Andrews and you know their, that back line really stood up tall you know he had twenty one disposals and then I think it was eight eight marks inside that fifty but this could have been a lot worse from a team that Brisbane should take care of business at um, away from the grounds you know Western Bulldogs even then their first win but what a narrative pairs an absolute narrative. What's a narrative? <laughs> what, what narrative are you talking about what, here? What about, what about narrative? Yeah, you, you go Hagen. Nice little. Uh, oh, the the old scripter. <laughs> Jesus the, uh, Christ! I did mention this in the pre-show. Did the, you mention uh, this in the pre-show? The, the NFL came out. Uh, well, not the NFL came out, but people with conspiracy theories about there being a script written for for players, careers, and teams, and uh, the NFL just you know they go to work towards script. So if they need to lose by 12 points that week, they lose by 12 points that week. So Ugo Hagen with the racism the week before, he kicks the first goal and pulls the jumper up, points to his skin like Nicky Wimmer did in the 90s and ended up kicking five and uh, really destroying Brisbane with minimal uh, kicks and, and marks inside 50. So if there was a script written, I, I'm guessing that would be exactly what would have happened. So uh, In future, I'd like to have a look at the script so I don't put <laughs> Brisbane at the money lines and the, the under 198. But I escaped with a bonus bet, but pairs it was two units. So I'm going to have to really work hard this week to get those two units back in that bonus bet. You're going to definitely get them back. Now, uh, we speak of Brisbane because we both rated them really highly uh, pre-season. And Dara Joyce, who came over from St Kilda up to Brisbane, I think he's a little bit of a liability down back uh, for Brisbane. Harris Andrews did, you know build a wall and uh, was really lucky to have him in the game. I think Stasevich is very good down there. And uh, the young player, Wilmot, actually played decent decent enough down there. But Dara Joyce, I'm just a little bit iffy about him to, what, to watch him in the future as well. Yeah, that, that sounds good. <laughs> it doesn't sound good because uh, you, you're getting uh, the eyes on you because his disposal's a bit iffy and uh, I don't think he's a, he's a suit for that Brisbane back six. No, no. All right, let's let's get on to the next game, Pez, where we we uh, we got told on Twitter that we didn't look at the the weather report, and that was one of the issues bringing out the game. The sorry, the bets on uh, the Wednesday night because I had Richmond plus thirty nine and a half, which you know, early on looked in absolute trouble, but they clawed their way back once it got dry. I had the over one fifty six and a half, Pez. Um, this is I, what happens when you place a bet on Wednesday, you idiot. Yeah, well, okay, well Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, um, so that didn't get up, and I had Daniel Rioli with twenty disposals again. He, um, as I said last week. He, he, it's absolute crazy money that he's sitting at dollar forty, and he got that pretty easy. Especially with Jaden Short out of the team, like that's who they usually go through, and they were going through Rioli, uh, something shocking. But it was a tailor two halves. Richmond only kicked that one goal in that first half, source, and uh, it was really struggle city. But Collingwood didn't capitalize on their chances, and uh, it was ended up being a fourteen point uh, game. We we do have to mention uh, the Hawthorne North Melbourne game because I well, actually we don't we don't have to mention it. Well, we, 
We're doing our bet slip. I just thought you could try to try to dodge a bullet there with another loss. So, so Hawthorne North Melbourne. I decided to put out a live unit and decided to have a play with the disposal markets, which we don't get to do usually when it's a, a Wednesday in for the weekend games at least. Source because a lot of those markets aren't out. So, I had Will Day and James Sicily to get twenty plus because I thought the ball would be down there and they'd be able to do it. Will Day had about 27, 28 disposals, and Sicily just gets that twenty plus every week. Luke McDonald fifteen plus as well. They all happened in the third quarter. Early third quarter, all done, and I had North Melbourne. I thought maybe they'll lose here, plus not plus eighteen and a half. This is before the LDU news as well. Yeah, that was big. But um, it was a draw in the, in the last thing. It was uh, yeah, it was nearly a certainty to get up, and they ended up losing by about what was it, nineteen points. <laughs> so the eighteen and a half. So I had to use a bonus bet later on. Really frustrating that, that that news came out as late as it did, Pez. And uh, it was it's a bit disappointing because it was pretty known apparently in the North Melbourne ranks that it wasn't going to be such a late out. It's a Clarko um, thing to do, but, but that's really frustrating for for punters, especially you know when you've you've taken the due diligence in waiting and until the day you put your bet down, and uh, you didn't wait until there was a minute before the game. So. Yeah, five five minutes too early or ten minutes too early, I, I was, but I uh, got the bonus back anyway. So uh, we'll. Either try and win that back, or I might have already. Yeah, I already did win that back on the Carlton game, so that's good. And well, that's the Carlton game is next. Good little segue there, Pez. I had a um, Carlton and the money line a dollar fifty four. I was uh, with Bluebet, so that paid out at half time, which I was absolutely loving. But then, as well as that, pet Pez, I was uh, on in an Uber on the way to have a, a couple of beers at the pub, and I had a flick through Sportsbet as you'd end up doing, and that's one of the the things that you end up doing when you're in the, an Uber and you're going to the game. You end up putting a little bit of money down, and I'm glad I did, Pez, because I, I got a three leg same game multi with this one uh, I put a live bet on Jack Silvani to kick a goal and he did that in the first quarter, first quarter that was, was the biggest good. sweat and I was sitting there going you little ripper I had under 173 and a half pairs and you and I were messaging back little, and forth a little bit of a sweat in the first and quarter and you, you, you called early on me and you said it's done it's over I did not I say said, it's done I you said, did. You, they, said, you said I was I being said they a, need to a, slow down a little bit you said I was being extra positive I said no nah, it's a shoe in it's done it's dusted and Sam your positivity <laughs> and piss off <laughs> well I'm, I'm, I'm lucky I've got the positivity this week Pez because you've bought some angry vibes and I had Sam Doherty to get 20 or more disposals. Uh, he continues to, to do that every week. So that was a nice little unit for me. One unit returned 67.50 there, Pez. So you know, two, and a, two and a bit units returned, uh, which definitely helped my um, ROI for the, for the yeah, week. Yeah, 1.7 unit profit on that on that game, uh, but as well as the other one with the 0.54. So it was a big game for you there for the definitely over was. two unit profit, which is very, very good. So the the next game, uh, St Kilda Essendon, I don't think we had anything in that in St Kilda's 18 no, point win. Not. The, uh, what do they call it? Not the Derby, the Showdown. The Showdown. You had Adelaide uh, pile over the top of um, the power by 31 points, which was really good, but no bets on that. And then we head into Sunday, which uh, was an absolute disaster. It was an absolute disaster. I don't want to bring this up. I, you know, maybe I might move back a little bit here, but we did have um, both of us had uh, bets in the Geelong game. We had it in our ladder challenge, which I reminded you late just before the podcast was probably didn't yeah. Forgot help. about that. That didn't really help us. And we also had it on it with our uh, bets with mates as well, Pez. If, if you remember, that was part. Yeah, of I didn't remember that. You just bought that up. You just bought that. I'll up get long. the sensor button up again. But I had um, Jeremy Cameron four plus goals, and I was. Pretty annoyed, Pez, because he uh, kicked 3-3 three, three and had two. One went on the full and one didn't make the distance. Very un-Jeremy Cameron-like, but it sort of summed up the day. And, and you take that. Uh, it was a bonus bet that I lost and it would have been extremely helpful. I'll be honest, that, that when he had marked back-to-back uh, 
back-to-back jacks in the, in the forward line, and I thought he was going to salute it in the third quarter. I did automatically start counting my uh, <laughs> my pennies, so I jinxed myself there, but profits. I had a loss in that one, Pez. Uh, do you want right, to talk? Give me the floor. Right. Give me the floor. I um, put this in last Wednesday. <laughs> uh, I had uh, under 200.5 points because I thought it might be a low-scoring game, and it was. Jeremy Cameron, two-plus goals. First minute of the third quarter, he got his second goal. And Geelong ML in that one. It was paying 219. I put a unit on it with Ladbrokes. And Geelong obviously didn't win because the Gold Coast got over the top. And I got a bonus with Lads, which I have to use in round four. But I'm sitting there Sunday morning and I'm going, you know what? It's a little bit of free money. Blue bet, blue bet with the 12-up special at halftime. Geelong only $1.34, but thought they might be closer to about $1.20. 0-2 going up to the Gold Coast to win the game. Put three units down on a source uh, just to win the, the one unit back and uh, didn't happen. They, they kicked two points in that second quarter after being seven points up at uh, quarter time and were actually trailing at halftime, so that didn't help. And then I was like, it's all right. Geelong just have to get over the top and win here and didn't happen. They eventually gave up at the end, so that didn't happen. I also had a bonus from earlier in the, the game, the Carlton game, uh, Geelong and Fremantle both to win on the Sunday. Not going to happen, is it, when Geelong lose? And then I found this little gem. Actually, Mrs. found this little gem on Sportsbet. Bring your own bet. seventy. I thought it was ripper value. Geelong two-plus goals in every quarter against a poor side in the Gold Coast. Didn't kick a goal in the second, and that was over, so a unit lost there as well. This ended up being a 7.2-unit swing source, just if Geelong had have won, not even including the Geelong two-plus goals every quarter. So 7.2-unit swing. Which didn't help me at all. No, it didn't at all, Pez. And pro- as you said, probably the worst round that we've had on the pod. Definitely the worst one this year, and especially since we've brought some more accountability to the to the table in filming us now and putting out got a lot of videos on TikTok. We're copping it from everywhere. But you did have something really exciting because when you looked at your, your memories from a year ago, we were in a similar position going back uh, last yeah, not, year. Not this bad. <laughs> it was. I mean, we were, we were down some units and we both ended up in the positive. So back the algorithm, wait till everything settles. You know, a lot of, um, you know, there's the gauntlet AFL tipping that doesn't start till round five because that's when all the, the form and the true form start. So, I mean, we're going to get started things, bounce back in week four, pairs. I know you don't want to hear it, but that uh, it's all coming next week. Yeah, so I staked 11 units lost uh, 6.74 units on on the round and that's only the round and then on the year i'll stake 20 units in total minus 8.83 units so nearing on uh, nine units with an roi of minus 44 percent so not in an ideal position uh and really needing to bounce back and continue because those eight units if you take my 77 unit win last year and take that eight off it doesn't look as good at, at sitting at 69-plus units. So I mean, 69 um, very nice, but... 69 is not bad <laughs> in, in terms of unit profit, but um, got to start profiting in 2023. You do. And that's on me. You do, Pez, and uh, I, I have total faith in you. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing a bet, betting podcast, and I wouldn't wind you up as much as I do. But I know you would have taken three or four days off this week and studied the form guide, and I'm very confident. But uh, for, for the oh yeah, one more game to, to get to uh, before we, we wrap up our my bet slip, which I wish I could have avoided. I had Melbourne versus Sydney. I had the Sydney money line. And I thought they were going to give a, a decent sort of um, a crack at the game, and they 
they just laid an egg realistically, which is something that Sydney do here and there. They absolutely laid an egg, and uh, I think it's something that we really have to, to start respecting in terms of Melbourne. Um, I had the the Sydney money line, Errol Goulding to get 20 disposals. Uh, he didn't do that, but Oli and Florence to get 15 as well. He didn't get that either. So that was a one-unit loss, Pez. No bonus bets in that one. For the round, it means that I uh, staked six units, Pez, uh, and I returned minus 1.76. So I'm still down for the year, minus 29 0.333 ROI, um, but uh, yeah, it's a bit disappointing for, for this stage of the year. We, you'd hopefully be up one or two units by now, but a comeback yeah. story is so much better when it's down for You always want to be in the positive. It's the only thing we can look forward to, but Melbourne, speaking about Melbourne, Sydney, I think Melbourne have really uh, grown as a footy club and really changed their tactics a little bit in, in terms of how they go about their footy, uh, releasing the wings on both sides and, and really getting them to attack. So... They're, they're trying to get that uh, that top four finish, which I think they're a really good shot at. Yeah, I mean, I think we probably probably forgot uh, about the the one punch that killed Melbourne season last year, and they were ten and zero, and they were looking an absolute ripping form. They had a bit of a hiccup in the middle, as you said. They probably matured. They've re- looked at a few things. They've got the, the the group back together, and you know we forget that two years ago that they won the premiership, and last year they were hot favourites, and, and this year they should be too um, well above Collingwood. So uh, interesting to see how you know with with Melbourne, how they go um, in the next couple of weeks. They're playing the, uh, the West Coast Eagles this week, so it should be a pretty big uh, win for them. Oh, it should be massive. Um, let's get into our bet slip, and we've got some specials as well. The fact that the size of the bets was relatively small. Our bets with an opportunity about 50 metres out. I was with a mate, and um, we were getting, getting sort of ready to leave, and he, he said, um, I think I'm going to whack 10 on, on Maxi, do you want... You want some as well, and I said, "Oh yes, yes, yes!" Straight into business, pairs. I like that. Straight into the uh, the specials for round four. Sinner takes a special and goes bang. Yeah, it's a little bit weird with the the specials this week because you messaged me, uh, I think, a couple of nights ago. Wednesday, I messaged you, and with a screenshot saying that Sportsbet had their special back, the two leg special. Any leg losers, you get everything back for every game. All games instead of the top hand. I had a look at it today when I was placing my bets. And uh, only Thursday, Friday games. So you're a bloody liar. Not a bloody liar. <laughs> I've got a screenshot. And uh, do you know how I know I'm not, not a bloody liar? Because I've got five bets sitting in my sports <laughs> bet that all got void and given back to me. And uh, when I when I spoke to the the, the lad on sports bet, uh, he basically said, well, they have the right to change the promotions anytime they want. I said, well, that, that's fine. Can I get my money back? And he goes, I'll have to see what I can do because it's not showing the the uh, the or is it the bet return little uh, stamp there? And I said, well, that's because you took the special away. They, they and, and as soon as I mentioned that, boom, it got returned pretty quickly because he said, oh, from our end, it doesn't really have it. And I showed him the uh, the screenshot that I took because obviously, obviously we screenshot our bets for the for the show. And uh, yeah, very frustrating. Another reason that we're probably a little bit late today. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> Sauce is furiously Frantically, I was driving. I'm like, oh my things. God. Um, in Parliament this week, they actually had uh, a, a person in Parliament talking to the, the sports bet I guess, and everyone who's in charge of all bettings and promotions because, as we know, uh, they ban. They like to ban winners really quickly and they like to keep losers on their books because... Oh, we're, we're safe this year then, Pez. Are, are they reinstating your account? Or? They better reinstate my account. <laughs> Do they want to have a look at my round three results and reinstate my sports bet account and my points bet account and my Ned's account and all of that. But, 
Like right. they, how, how was the, the little flex then? Just all the ones you've been banned <laughs> off? <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you've got to try and get something back when you're sitting uh, minus eight units. But uh, there's some other specials this week with Sportsbet only doing Thursday, Friday night. You've got Tab have the three plus legs. If one leg fails, up to 50 bucks back. If you like a few things on uh, Tab, Ladbrokes have it as well, but it's only one per day. So be really careful about that. They're not going to do multiple games on the Saturday. So only use it. Uh, for one of those games. And uh, Neds have the 12-plus halftime only on the Friday game. So this is Carlton versus North Melbourne. So they're actually trying to um, lure you into betting on North Melbourne and saying, oh, maybe they'll be 12 points up at halftime and you can get paid out at $4.20. No, don't fall for that. Um, <laughs> just just no. Yeah, Carlton uh, should get the chocolates there. Um, and then 12 points up at halftime is, is Blue Bet, uh, which is a really good uh, promotion as well, their source. And I... Tried, I did find a multi one as well. So AFL NRL multi, four plus legs. If one fails on Ladbrokes, you get your money back as well if you wanted to do a four leg multi on the AFL. Very nice pairs. All right, let's get into round four. I'm very excited to see uh, the study that's gone into your bet slip pairs and uh, hopefully you haven't thrown away the, the baby with the bathwater and just uh, gone absolutely reckless here and tried to win it back because that's not what we're about. But anyway, let's get into the first game, Thursday night, uh, Easter Thursday. Brisbane taking on Collingwood at the Gabba. $2 here. Uh, outsiders are the line. Sorry, I was thrown off there by the little power play symbol that you get there. Have you noticed this a little bit, Pez, coming up in a sports bet that they pick one game a week that they uh, boost the odds on a team that is an outsider? 237 is the, the power play there, and they just sit at You're there. trying to laugh at me, are you? I am having a little bit of a laugh there. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I press my little account thing, zero power plays, zero... Zero everything. It's it's bullshit. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, Collingwood a dollar eighty <laughs> favorites minus two and a half is the line over under one seventy four and a half pairs. Today's going to be a huge test for for Collingwood. They've had controversy today uh, that came out about uh, Jack Crisp. All um, all indicators play um, point to that he will play in the game. It'll be interesting. To, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they respond and how they can actually win away from home in Brisbane, who have built a bit of a fortress in the Gabba. Yeah. The. The players seem to get caught that caught out, don't they? Snapchat, screenshots, and and people leak it uh, at inopportune times for these AFL players. So you've got to be really careful if you're a public figure, and you've just got to you know stick to to the boundaries. Probably not go out to the nightclubs and things like that, and stick at home and try not to beg uh, beg girls to come over and and do some lines of coke with you. <laughs> that might be a first thing because it can come back to bite you. But it was an old video because he didn't have all his tattoos. He had a beard and uh, we don't know how old it's it was. Bit, it's a bit rough when that when that happens. They put it, these things yeah. a little bit out. Um, but obviously you've got to have some sort of accountability. And I heard today they were talking about, you know, do we have um, – do we have bet? Uh, do we have? Um, I was going to say sports betting then, but do we have a ban on players and their social media aspects? And I don't think you can do that for grown adults. It's it's hard to do that. Like, what industry can can ban you from that? Like, I know the government are now banning um, TikTok. TikTok on government. I, I had to. I quit to quickly, you know, go through the terms and conditions, pairs, because I wasn't sure if we were a government podcast or not. <laughs> government <laughs> podcast. My when, when, at the moment with your betting, we're not for profit. So. <laughs> we're not for profit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's good. Good from you. Uh, oh, even though, you, even though you're not in the green either. You, you <laughs> hey, hey, I'm, I'm very. I like my bet slip this week. We're in the going to be in the green. <laughs> All right, Brisbane Collingwood. This is a really interesting game because Collingwood are pretty much locks for the premiership. If you ask anyone uh, in the, in the Twitterverse, but Brisbane did this in round two. Source. They came back from Port Adelaide and lost by 33, uh, 53 points. They came back and they absolutely destroyed Melbourne. I know it was only eleven points in the end after the lights went out, but. 
can they do the same to Collingwood tonight? Collingwood are, are a bit depleted with the Ruckman. So Darcy Cameron is not playing. Uh, Brisbane actually dropped one of their Ruckman. They dropped Darcy Fort. So they're going in with just McInerney and maybe Danaher or um, Hipwood will have a, a secondary role in the, in the Ruck there. And it's a big midfield battle. This Harris Andrews will be, you know, trying to clean up towards half back there. And I, I don't mind Brisbane. Or I, w- I really want to barrack for Brisbane tonight. Uh, in in knowing that, I'm not going to put my money directly on them, but I am going to put it somewhere else with this sports bet special. So logged into the alternate account today, <laughs> and uh, I got this one. So I've just gone disposals and disposal city, just so I can watch it tonight. A little bit of enjoyment, have a couple of froth. God, it's fun watching disposals with a, in a game of football when you've got a bet on it. It, it. it adds another layer to it. It's very good. So I've got. These four players to get 15-plus disposals. First player is Will Ashcroft, and he's easily become my favourite player to watch because he's in and under, even though they lost last week against the Bulldogs, he's quick decision-making out of a pack. You watch him after you listen to this and and everyone that's watching him. Watch him really closely. He, he's like a, a Scott Pendlebury type, like a 10-plus-year experience type player. Some of players in their fourth year, fifth year who are all Australian still don't do this. Gets the ball, knows when pressure's coming, and gets the perfect handball out all the time. So Will Ashcroft for 15 plus, very good. If you like him for 20 plus, there's a bit of value at dollar. There is there is a lot of value there. Um, Coleman, 15 plus. Now, had a look at his odds, because last last week he was about a dollar thirty-one. He's gone up to about a dollar thirty-four, dollar thirty-five. And him to get 15 plus is, is very good because they used him in the first half last week, source. He had five in the first quarter. Seven in the second quarter, so sitting at 12 at halftime. Has one in the third quarter and then doesn't get a disposal in the last and finishes on 13 disposals. So I think they're going to use him out of the back line here. No Daniel Rich still, so that's why I think he'll get 15. Still side bottom is a sneaky one who has been racking up 15-plus disposals out on the wing there, and I think he'll get that tonight. And Taylor Adams out of the middle. He's had 19, 20, and 20 in his first three games. And then Josh Dunkley. 20 plus. He had 19 in the first week against the Power when they were absolutely dominated in the midfield. And then he's had 26 and 27. So all those players to get it, $2.20 odds. I put the unit on it. And if one of those players don't get it or all of those players don't get it, I'll get that bonus bet back. So building it up to those $2 odds to ensure you've got that insurance and, uh, you know, things that are pretty much shoe-ins, you know, they've hit those things multiple times and, you know, the only thing that you'd be looking for would be an injury. So it's really disappointing news for those players that one of them going to get injured with knowing your luck, Pez, uh, really disappointing for, for them and you to, you know, really um, hijacked one of their careers in Brisbane season. That's a bit disappointing on you. That will be right. Will Ashcroft, <laughs> watch, watch him. Tell you what, he's got a nice little mullet on him, doesn't he? The locks oh, flowing the, through there. The locks and the, the poise. The, yeah, love him. It's funny you uh, use that word poise, Pez, because um, my uh, next bet is all around poise because I think what's happening is Darcy Cameron being out of that side is really going to add a dimension to um, Collingwood's midfield that's going to put a lot more pressure on him. I think the ball's going to be bombed out of there a lot. Um, currently in the league, they sit uh, third for hitouts to advantage. They do that 14 times a game and you know allowing them to, to have some time and winning that first uh, opportunity at the ball gives them that poise to set up and then get a good forward entry. I think they're going to be blazing away a little bit tonight, and that's why I've gone with the disposals market. Harris Andrews to get 15 or more disposals. He sits $1.77 at the moment. That's probably shortened since Wednesday when I originally put this bet on, uh, and you'll find out why this one uh, was on Wednesday and didn't get void in a moment. But the first week he had eight uh, when Daniel Rich was there. He's gone out. Since then, he's had 21 and 22, and I think he does that again this week and gets 15 or more. The second option, pairs a little bit controversial. I've gone with uh, Crisp. 
to get oh, to 20 course, disposals. Yeah. And this was before all the news oh, came yeah, out. Was it? it? It really was Wednesday. Uh, and I tried to get this one void today so I could, uh, you know, but but I, I spoke to you and I'm like, well, what do I do? Do I, do, I, do I void the bet and get the cash out or do I sit there and ride it and, and, and you know back his team to get around him and, and back the numbers to get 20 um, because he's done it the, the first three weeks you know and he missed it five times last year um, he's an absolute iron man he's played like the he has owns the the um, streak for the most games consecutive I think it's 186 games or something like that which is he's an ex lion as well so I think that uh, that the boys rally around him and uh, I wasn't able to get the void so that's the other reason that I'm putting two units down well, uh, with you with the insurance of that sports bet special if you did get the cash out and this explains it to the punters out there. You don't have that option again no, it's gone. To, to get it. So, And I would lose $2.50 because I've put two units on that one, Pez. Yeah, yeah. So I've gone, uh, two, as I said, two units on that one at $2.20. Uh, so hopefully the boys get around Crispy and uh, Harris Andrews gets that as well as that, Pez. I've gone just a two-unit bonus bet from last week. And I'm riding Brisbane again. Oh, for the win, uh, For the win because I need to... Uh, well, this is the last week I'll be riding them, Pez, because we've backed them heavily into this. If they can't win at home against a depleted Collingwood in terms of controversy as well as a no ruckman, Ooh. you know they should dominate the ruck contest. The, the Danaher should be able to actually find the pill. Cameron should be able to be run f- a little bit further outside of that square when the ball's coming in there. Danaher's lucky Geelong stuffed up on Sunday, or else I would have been going after him on uh, in that bet slip. Yeah, really disappointing. But I've gone uh, two units pairs, but it's the bonus bet. Uh, trying to win back my, my loss from last week. Uh, $2.02. Two, uh, so, as I said, Brisbane to, to win that one. Oh, so, we're going, we're going the Lions We tonight. are all over so, the Lions tonight. So, get around the Lions and uh, those Collingwood fans will, will get out. Yeah, don't I'm don't sure, you worry. I'm sure After they the will. final siren when they win. Oh, I'm sure they, they will. will. They always come out after, don't they? <laughs> they come out during. All right, North Melbourne taking on Carlton for their Good Friday appeal match. $4.70. Outsiders are North Melbourne. Carlton favourites at $1.18. Minus 25.5 is the line. 167 is the uh, total over under points. Pez, North Melbourne, do they bounce back after their trip from Tassie? Well, the biggest story here is the McKay twins or not twins because uh, ever since their debut, they've never played against each other and never played in the same team. And some people on trip, they, Triple M, they put out a video where they were, <laughs> yeah, they were both in the same video. No, we do not believe it because uh, in 2016, they were both on the list, yeah? They didn't debut. 2017 Correct. didn't debut. Uh, 2018, they both weren't selected. 2019... Ben McKay wasn't selected, but Harry McKay played. 2020, Ben McKay played. Harry McKay out with knee soreness. 2021, Ben McKay played again, and uh, Harry McKay had a toe injury that week. Uh, 2022, Ben McKay was suspended conveniently, and uh, Harry (laughs) McKay played. And 2023, Ben McKay's now got a foot injury, and uh, Harry McKay's set to play on Good Friday. So it's just the the gift that keeps on giving with these uh, McKay twins. You How love that, that? Pez. You spent all your week raging, and that's <laughs> the stat that you pull up. Your bet better be good in this game, Pez. Well, the only reason I have a bet, and I'll be honest, is because of the sports so bet big. special. Because <laughs> of the sports bet special, and um, I had Charlie Kerno to get two plus goals last week. It was a dollar thirty. This week, sports bet, they've put him down to a dollar sixteen to get two plus goals. So, so I've had to go alternate, and I've gone anytime goal scorer in the first half, Charlie Kerno at a dollar twenty. Jeez. To get a goal because I, I think Charlie Kerner is the most likely Carlton player to get a goal. I think the ball will be down there a bit. Carlton to win under 193 total game points and Luke McDonald because he's a North Melbourne defender to get 15 plus. That's how I got that bet up to two bucks there. So, so I was struggling. 
and uh, I'll put a unit on that. Uh, hopefully just to win it back and not have to get a bonus back. But if something does fail, we'll get that bonus back from Sportsbet and go from there. I like how you're, you're riding home uh, the fact that there's a special and that's about it. It was the only <laughs> yeah. thing that went in there and you spent Out more on time. A <laughs> well, I've got a, a bet in this one, Pez, and I've done more than just look at the Sportsbet special. I've gone to the stats, as, as you know. I bet you you've used the Sportsbet special. I definitely have. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the only reason that I've put a bet down. I, I, I didn't mind uh, a range of different things in this one. So what I've done is I've gone a two-leg same-game multi. We copped some uh, flack the other day on Instagram for bring back the old days when you're recording on Thursday and bring back the disposal markets and the and the the, the goal markets pairs and uh, hopefully our viewers are listening because I've brought it back on the Thursday oh, recording. Go. I've gone uh, Fisher for fifteen plus uh, from Carlton. Uh, tw- only twice last year that he didn't get it in the first uh, first three games. He's had seventeen seventeen and he, and he missed it the first week. Uh, and then what I've also done is I've done LDU. Back in the side, Back in. and he's going to kick a goal because he's, oh. he's kicked one every game this year, Pez. I wasn't expecting that. Kicked one every game that he's not played in this year, not last game. week, and uh, he averaged just under one scoring shot per game, so he gets a decent crack at it. Last year, he kicked nine. That gives me odds, Pez, of $2.80, and I've banged down another two units on it. Excellent. And uh, just to explain what you were speaking about with the uh, messages on Instagram about that, it, it has been really tough because been really a tough. few years ago... There was great value in the disposal markets and the goal scorer markets. And, and that's why we put a lot of our money down on it. Uh, now doing it on Wednesday when markets aren't out and things are so low. Like some players are a dollar one to get 15 disposals or to get 20 disposals. And it's just not worth uh, putting it in there. And you've got to put in a lot of time and, and a lot of effort to be able to, to go through there. And it's hard to do on a Wednesday when the games are on a Saturday and a Sunday. So uh, there's, a, there's a reason behind it. But if, if we can in any way... We're always looking at those markets anyway, and if there is any value, we're, we're going to stick it out there. We, we definitely are, Pez. We, we, it does make it really hard, especially when not only we're doing early in the week, but when they crunch in. And as you just spoke about with the, the goal-kicking men, the bookies are quick to react, and, and it's hard finding value um, there. But you know, we are a podcast that finds value, so hopefully we can find some for the rest of the games here. We get to, to Saturday night, uh, sorry, Saturday afternoon, the one forty-five time slot, Adelaide taking on Fremantle. Um, favorites are the Crows at a dollar seventy-five. Outsiders the Dockers two oh eight minus three and a half is the line. The over under one fifty nine and a half pairs. I'm really interested to see your thoughts on this one. This is a, a bit of a coin flip here, and uh, I'm not sure which way you're going to go. That's how I would uh, describe it. Uh, coin flip. Adelaide favorites, obviously, just because they are home and they beat Port Adelaide last week, and and Fremantle just got off the board against a, a really poor West Coast outfit. So uh, it'll be up for grabs here. Last time or last year. Uh, Fremantle won this game by a point so it was actually really close last year so I don't mind Adelaide because in in a few games this year they've shown in glimpses that they can score heavily they can defend quite well and Jordan Dawson down there is uh, captain after he kicked that the winner in the showdown, and they won again this this year. Well, not only that, Pez, he owns the city because he got the uh, they got the medal, the showdown medal. Sorry, I apologise, South Australia, because I totally forgot to mention that. He is the the CEO. The owner of the Adelaide Crows Footy Club and uh, and the Port Adelaide Football Club after, after <laughs> playing for Sydney, but I've got nothing down in this game. Uh, this is just uh, just for enjoyment for me. 
uh, this one, to watch this one on a Saturday afternoon, early days. I'm sure you'll have something here, Sauce, and you'll probably get the disposals and stuff. But No, I, I, it's a coin flip, this one, Pez, and I think it's a really tough one. I sort of lean towards Fremantle. It's a, it's a bit of a coin flip. Um, Adelaide has lost its last six uh, after after a win at Adelaide Oval, so $2.08 is a, stat for you. a little bit of a stat. They, they ride on a high and then uh, come back to earth the next week. So $2.08, I, I don't mind that as a, as a lean, but I, even if when it comes to Saturday, I won't be putting a bet down, Pez, because it is a coin flip and, uh, yeah, that's enough said about it. Right, no interest on that game. No, let's get into the, the uh, twilight time slot on the Saturday. Richmond taking on the Doggies. 146 favourites are the Tigers. Western Bulldogs, 268 the Outsiders. Minus 12.5 is the line. Over under, 162.5. Don't mind this little uh, time slot. I know they talk about a twilight grand final, which I, I don't want to change, but it probably will in, in the future. But MCG, Richmond, Doggies... This is this is decent. This game uh, over here at, at Twilight Odds now Richmond a dollar forty six. Twilight Odds is, it, is that is that what they give you? Is it Twilight Odds? Twilight Odds special special the odds. Lights, for, the for lights the will come on at halftime. We'll, we'll go over so there. So they boost the odds, does it? So or it, it changes. <laughs> it changes a little bit. We've got the little yellow thing on mine, and they just put like a what a little street light there. Do they looking down on it? So you get special odds for the, the Twilight game. How many games have Geelong won this year? <laughs> Continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bloody piece of shit. I can't believe I had to bring that out. Um, I can't believe you did either. You're sitting over there 3 and 0. I needed you to shut up. There's no wonder I, you're piping I'm up. I'm trying to talk about I my forgot bet. why. I, I think Richmond uh, do win this game, but I am a little bit nervous about the odds being at $1.46 here. I think it's a little bit too low for Richmond. You know, the dogs got up last week against Brisbane, but the thing that is in Richmond's favour is this game is at the MCG. I think Tom Lynch uh, can, can really be forward and, and kick some goals in, in this one. And I've gone with Ladbrokes and I've gone some alternate markets source and, and you'll love this one because I'm going back to 2022 here. I've gone for alternate markets and if you don't understand what I'm doing, I'm going alternate lines for both teams and I'm going alternate total points over and under. So I've gone Richmond and I've given the plus 12 and a half head start. I'm giving the Bulldogs a plus 43 and a half head start. So it'll have to be somewhere in between there. So if the Tigers win between 1 and 43 points or the Bulldogs win between 1 and 12 points, both of those legs get up. I think it'll be over 124.5 points, but I think it'll be under 194.5 points. And that gets me $2 odds there, Source. I'll put a unit on it with the Ladbroke special. If one of those legs fail, I, I do get a bonus back for that. Yeah, I like that, Pez. Um, I like that you stopped talking about Geelong being shit. That's one of the things I did like about it. But uh, the bet's not too bad either. I've got nothing in this one. I, I agree what you're saying in terms of Richmond at the G. That's uh, that's an absolute give me. Western Bulldogs, uh, they, they followed a narrative last week, and that's probably the only reason that they won. You don't get five from Hugo uh, Hagen. He probably doesn't win. Brisbane get the job done. So I, I'd be all over Richmond here. $1.46 is pretty good odds. Um, and even the 12.5, so I'd lean towards that, Pez. All right, let's get talking about your Saints. St. Tilda taking on Gold Coast Suns. $1.53 favourites are the Saints. 251 outsiders, the Suns. Minus 12.5 is the line. Over under 161.5. Pez, I've uh, reserved 10, 20 minutes to talk about your 3 and 0, about to be 4 and 0 uh, Saints. So go, go for it. Yeah, I'm not that type of supporter, but uh, is a bit nervous when uh, Essendon kicked those couple of goals to draw the game in the fourth quarter there at the MCG in the St Kilda 150 year celebration on Saturday night. But uh, 3-0, you're going to take that with Ross Lyon, but uh, the first time I'm putting money down on uh, my team and it oh gets God. me it gets me very, very nervous. And the, the specials are the, is what's getting me again, Sauce, because Blue Bet, if you're up by 12 points at halftime, 
you, you get your you get your paid out. So I've gone two units at a dollar forty eight, and I win just shy of one unit if that happens. And hopefully at half time, like I said last week with Geelong, which didn't bloody happen, uh, but St Kilda just a win. Uh, 12 points up at halftime. Hopefully it's done early. If not, they just have to beat the Gold Coast Suns who capitulated against an Essendon team whose list is really, really poor. So uh, I don't rate Essendon at all. St Kilda showed that they beat them last week and that's not always a, an option anyway. So St Kilda to win forty-eight. Yeah, I, I like uh, St Kilda in this one, Pez. I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be a lot closer. The system of St Kilda will have been uh, analysed over the last couple of weeks and because that is one of the reasons that they are winning a lot of these games is because of their system. I would lean towards the under, Pez. I think the under is extreme value. I, I'd be doing, uh, I think, the game about 150 and that gives me 11.5 points at 161, Pez. So uh, I would lean towards the under in this one, but uh, no bets for me. Yep, we'll take that. The other Saturday night game is Sydney versus Port Adelaide. That's correct, Pez. Uh, Sydney taking on Port Adelaide. Sydney favourites at $1.34. Outsiders are Port Adelaide three twenty-seven minus eighteen and a half is the line. Over under one seventy-four and a half. Pez. Sydney back home. Surely they get the uh, the chocolates in this one. Yeah, you'd think so. But stranger things have happened this year. Um, AKA Geelong Gold Coast last week. I'll just get over <laughs> it, mate. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. But um, Port Adelaide, and I've said since early early this season that they're going to be a side that is really inconsistent. So. They were really poor in that last quarter and gave up against Adelaide. And then they're, they're a team that can come out. Sydney are also a side over the last three seasons when they've been up there that can drop games that they're not meant to, especially against interstate clubs. So this is an interstate club, Port Adelaide, on a Saturday night. At the moment, I am leaving it alone. Sydney, with their talent, with their list, um, they need to bounce back after a 50-point drubbing from Melbourne at the MCG. So... Sydney should be all out, uh, ready to go. I'm definitely tipping Sydney. Uh, I might even put a bet out later in the weekend, but uh, just not at the moment. I, I need a little bit more information, including teams, and seeing what Port Adelaide are going to take over on the plane to the SCG. I don't need to wait in this one, Pez. I love Sydney in this one. I think that, as you said, they, they, they are a team that sometimes drops an egg, and, and last week was definitely one of them. But Port Adelaide have had one win in the first uh, first three weeks, and it was a bit of an anomaly because we know that Brisbane uh, have actually not been as good as we thought uh, away from home. I've gone a three-leg same game multi with Ned's, Pez, and uh, I love this one. The minus 19.5, which is a little bit bigger than the sports bet line, but I think that they'll get the job probably done by 30 or 40 points. So I've gone Sydney just head-to-head, and I've gone the over-under, a different market here, Pez, over-under, and I've gone the over, total goals for the Sydney Swans, 13 and a half. The last two weeks, Port Adelaide have conceded 39 goals. Last week, um, Sydney got 13 goals for the season. They've averaged 15 goals, and last year they averaged 14 goals. So they're a team that scores a lot. They're going to absolutely thump Port Adelaide in this one. So that gives me odds of $2.45, and I've put two units on that one, Pez, with Ned's three-leg same-game multi. So you've gone Neds because of the promotion. I have, correct. You lose the one point on the line, but you're not too worried about that. I'm not too worried about yeah. it at all, Pez. My number has sure. them winning uh, probably by about 40, uh, 50 points. So right. two uh, games love on the value s- in that one. Yep. Two games on Sunday, Easter Sunday. So you open up your trockies in the morning, you, you go on your hunt, and then you've got SNMGWS. Then you have to, wait, you have to wait like three hours until 2.10. Again, with the 2.10 time slot. What are you doing, AFL? Daylight savings, mate. Uh, oh, shut up. It's daylight savings. We didn't have it last week. 
Yes, we did. Yes, we did. It was day one. It right. was, and you know what game it was? It was bloody Geelong <laughs> versus Gold Coast. Well, it was an hour early. We would have won. So let's get on to the Bombers taking on the Giants. Dollar uh, forty-eight favorites are Essendon. Two sixty-seven the Giants. Minus twelve and a half is the line, which seems to be a trend this week. Pairs minus uh, twelve and a half is the line. A couple of goals over under one seventy-five and a half pairs. Essendon big loss last week. Um, puts them two and one. They bounce back against the Giants. Surely. Oh come on! Uh, do you have any news on? GWS, are they... No, they're still no good. Still no good. (laughs) Any injuries or anything? Not that I know of. Uh, It's at Marvel as well. Giants are probably more suited to Marvel than at the MCG. I I don't mind that little uh, 12 and a half line for the the Giants, uh, considering Essendon's list and and the way they've been playing. Now, remember, they are two and one. They were sitting top of the ladder last week, but who have they beaten? They've beaten Hawthorne and they've beaten the Gold Coast, who we know are no good, even after last Sunday. So uh, I think the Giants uh, are a good shot for this game. I aren't going. I'm not going to put anything down yet because I'm not sure about injuries. And the Giants are a little bit weird with their list announcements sometimes, they and they you know pull Whitfield out or pull Kelly out at the last second. And so I'm going to wait till the teams are announced. But Sunday, I've got that extra hour as well at two ten time slot. Uh, the Giants line might be looking uh, very juicy. Yeah, very juicy, Pez. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to Sunday because uh, once the line, once the line, sorry, once the teams have come out, you're right. GWS a team that you have to wait, and they do quite often get that Sunday time slot being not very good. Um, so it's one of those things where I'm going to wait till the teams come out. They're playing away from home, which I actually think is a good thing in this scenario because all the Essendon boys they're going to wake up with their families. A couple of chockies there. That's not really good for the uh, the preseason, uh, sorry, pre-performance uh, food to hydrate for a game. But I totally agree I think that the GWS Giants are a real shot here Essendon haven't beaten anyone nor will they beat anyone going further in the season I really love the line of minus 12 and a half and I'll probably be dropping some money on that uh, so on I, the Sunday morning that's a little bit unbelievable I thought you were going to be uh, on the other side no, of this no way. Wagon, I, 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 but you know what's impressed me the only problem Je- is that I have been off them for the last two years because I dropped them two years ago which, yep. with, with good reason <laughs> Jesse Hogan uh, a much maligned player uh, coming from Melbourne. I think he's a really decent forward. I think they've still got decent players around the ground. Toby Green, like if he kicks four goals, they win. Like, and he is all all there out and about. They they still got talent around the ground, and Essendon just don't. So I, I, I really like the Giants uh, plus twelve and a half. I could even give them a bit alternate, you know, Good. plus plus twenty four and a half over something because it'll probably be high scoring because Essendon don't defend very well. So. Uh, there's something there on Sunday. Tell you what, you, you've uh, laid off Geelong for a little bit and we've just paid out on poor bloody Essendon. <laughs> but uh, yeah, right, they're no good. So uh, let's get on to the... Fans <laughs> of the show would know that... Uh, <laughs> they know that we know, don't uh, align with them. Don't like the Bombers. All right, let's get into the next game, Pez. Uh, we've got the West Coast Eagles taking on the Demons. $8 outsiders, the largest of the round. West Coast taking on Melbourne, $1.08. Minus 44.5 is the line. Over under, 174.5, Pez. They've got the Twilight uh, time slot again. The uh, the West Coast Eagles get... Uh, uh, touted that time slot each week and Melbourne on the fly over to Perth be a, a nice return to Perth since their last time they were there with a, a little premiership now I'll take you back to 2018 not last time they were there but the last time that they uh, were up and about in this this good a form take you back to 2018 I'd rather yeah. not quarter time <laughs> West Coast are down by five goals against the Magpies and it was every AFL fans nightmare West Coast come powering back win the grand final Against Collingwood. Collingwood lost the grand final that year, if you didn't know. And uh, if you told me five years later, with still premiership players in that list, that they would be paying $8 at home against anyone, didn't matter who, I would be shocked. But I'm looking at that $8 
and I'm thinking, looking at the dollar eight, and I'm liking the dollar eight a lot more than the eight dollars because <laughs> Melbourne definitely win this game. Like it is unbelievable to see the downfall of the West Coast Eagles since COVID and five years after they won a premiership because they need to just keep going, bottom out a little bit more and, and go from there. But how can you bottom out more than $8 odds source? That's the thing that amazes me about this. They've got high-quality players in their team who could leave to another team, another contender, and really have a big impact on the AFL. But if they just stay at West Coast, they're just going to drizzle out their career and, and retire and, and be done. So I think Melbourne win. There's no value in this at $1.08. I'll see what the line closes in on Sunday. Uh, but, yeah, I, I was just really shocked about that $8 mark. Uh, I love the line in this one, Pez. I think that Melbourne are on an absolute mission. Uh, they've won five of the last six against the Eagles over there as well. And I know that, obviously, as you just mentioned, in the last couple of years, they haven't been any good. But uh, that's pretty impressive to go over. They like playing on that Perth Oval. They, they won their premiership over there against Geelong uh, a couple of years ago. I, I love the line in this one, minus 44.5, Pez. But uh, I still had a bonus bet to play with. So Over put- Geelong? What? Won their premiership over Geelong. Sorry, not Geelong, over the doggies there. I was <laughs> Always bringing up Geelong even oh, when they're not involved. Well, you, you, all you've done is talk about Geelong the whole thing. I've been a little bit brainwashed. And that's, you know, going forward, if that's all I talk about, it's all your fault, realistically. You brainwashed me. Don't, don't bloody blame me. <laughs> everyone, everyone knows. Apologies. So like, they won their premiership over there against the doggies, of course, in a, one of those cracking games. Uh, what I've done is I, I've, I've put my bonus bet down, pairs. I still had that from Sportsbet from last week's loss. Uh, and I've bumped it up to minus 62 and a half at $3.05. So I think that they get the job pretty heavily done. I heard a lot of people sitting there going, oh, probably 70 plus, 80 plus. Over the last couple of years, though, Melbourne haven't won uh, huge. So they sit between the majority of those big blowouts between the 60 and 70. Mark, so I think seven of their last nine big blowout wins have been 60 to 70 blowouts. So I think 62 and a half gives me a little bit to play with. 62 and a half, 62 and a half. You, you don't like that? No, what are the odds? That's three dollars five. Wow, okay. What, what's wrong with that? You don't like it? No, I'm just saying that's huge because I'm looking at the line at 44 and a half and thinking that's decent value for you know Melbourne versus West Coast. Side, it it is, isn't it? Um, I'll, I'd be uh. Yeah, I'm going to keep an eye on that over total as well because I think the scoring is going to be heavy in the second half here. Yeah, I, I think it will be two pairs. I think it'll be a pretty high-scoring game. Uh, speaking of, who knows what's going to happen on Easter Monday. The wooden spoon battle, what 18th previ- versus 17th. <laughs> what previously used to be one of uh, the great rivalries and matchups is now the bottom of the ladder. Uh, winner gets the winner really is the loser there because they miss out on the number one pick. We're all over <laughs> Hawthorne here. Come on, the I'm Hawks. I'm glad you can finally <laughs> take, take some. All right, uh, we will talk, of course talk about Geelong, who we've talked a lot about this show, so I'll keep it nice and quick. Geelong um, are the favourites at $1.19, Owen three uh, and minus 30 and a half is the, is the line which I I can't believe the only team that haven't won a game in 2023 it's the second highest uh, second highest line of the whole uh, the whole AFL round and they uh, haven't won a game but anyway Hawthorne outsiders at 475 we've spoken about the line over under 168 and a half pairs who knows what to expect with this one you, you speak about your pussycats oh, first I, mate. I'm what done speaking about them done no done finish no bet um, that's it we're not we're not speaking about them <laughs> we're not speaking about the game it's on Monday it's on Monday. It's, it's way too, too it's far away. Too far away. Five days. Uh, away. Geelong have to win, but I said the same thing last week. So just be aware of they that. They can't go four and zero. Oh. Oh and four. They can't go on oh four. Please. They can't go on oh three. They can't go on oh four. They can't go on oh five. They can't go on oh six. Come on, like what are we going to do? Who knows? So I think. It's one of those games where you think that it's a perfect spot for them to be able to bounce back. You know, if you look at. If you look at last week against the Gold Coast, you could make argument. I mean, they lost in 2018 to the Gold Coast Suns, but not often do they lose this game. I mean, they lost it last year, but then went on a pretty amazing sort of winning streak. So you know what this is, is where the season kicks off, Bez. It's a different form of bounce back because 
Geelong do need to bounce back, but Hawthorne needs to needs to bounce back because Hawthorne won last week and they don't want to win. So they need to bounce back with a loss. <laughs> so it works on both ways. So Geelong must win this game. And if they don't win this game, I'm, I don't know. It's not, even, know it's not, it's not even a bounce back for, for Geelong because it, it, they've had three pretty pretty poor weeks, realistically. This is season-defining, and this sounds so stupid playing against the wooden st- uh, spoon favourite, but they need to come out and actually turn it on. They need to turn up. They need to have a look at what they've been doing. They need to go, right, we can't play ourselves into form and just go, you know, I think Geelong probably sitting expecting them to be, you know, two two and one going into this game, probably knock off Carlton, possibly knock off, you know, the Gold Coast Suns. 0-3, can't go on 4 Geelong need to win big this. I, I'm not touching it because who knows? They've they got their premiership from last year. Who have been knows? horrendous. Like drop marks, uh, they lead the, lead, lead the le- uh, league in clangers. Yeah. By like 19, they, they lead. They're kicking the ball over their teammates' heads who are wide open and then getting a turnover and that's costing them goals down the other end. It's just, it, it's not what you see from Geelong after going on a 16-game win streak source and then to go on a three-game losing streak. Just, it, I mean, it's it very, it's very un-Geelong like. We haven't seen this in the last fifteen years. I wonder which, what the, which is, I wonder what the script says. <laughs> I'd love to have a read of it. I'd love to have a read of it. But a Hawkins it, kick after the It's a position game. that Geelong have not been in for the last fifteen, probably even longer. Um, so I don't know what to expect. I would be very cautious with this game because you have no idea what is going to come out. I will. We'll see you on Sunday. We'll have a go on Monday. <laughs> we'll have a go on Monday. <laughs> we'll have a, we'll I'll be on the train on the on the way to the footy now. Just like waiting in the Uber, I'll put a couple of bets down. But let's get on to our multi pairs and, and a cheeky. I've actually got a multi that I've put some money down in this hey, one. Me Pez. too. Here we go. Um, so my multi for this week is just straight up with sports bet, and uh, I, I know that you're not going to have this, but I've got a bet return so that you can use across any three um, sports and every three any you know the same sports, but three legs. I've gone Sydney, I've gone Geelong, and I've gone the Saints two forty three, and I've put two units on that one Pez uh, I've gone pretty hard this round to, to bounce back yep so I've gone with Ladbrokes with the four leg multi that I said I've gone those three teams that you said Geelong Saints and Sydney but I've added Carlton in there as well on the Good Friday one and that's $2.76 so I'm hoping not to get a bonus back from that because I'm hoping that just wins and gets up and then I had a bonus bet to use with Ladbrokes and I thought what better way to put the three teams that I think are going to win Carlton, Sydney and St Kilda at two forty four with my bonus bet oh no cheeky that's that's what cheeky. Oh, we can't go a show without pushing it. I like that, Pez. It's a bit cheeky because you keep losing and keep throwing away money. So <laughs> that is a bit cheeky. I'll give you another one. Cheeky. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Just pull something out of the air for five bucks? That's what that's what all the fans have been waiting for for three rounds now, Pez. I have not been looking at anything cheeky here, Source, because I <laughs> you am, need to get your eye in. I need to get my eye in this season. It's round four and uh, 77 unit win last year. I thought you better say 77 unit loss. Is not... Is not going well for, for what's happened so far. So, uh, that's all right, yeah. Pez. We, we love a comeback story. History's going to repeat. We're going to make it our sixth year in profit. Uh, nothing to, to fear at all. Jump, make sure you jump on uh, all our social medias and give us some banter and get into Pez because it's not long that he is down and out and he was pretty defeated. So, if we can uh, make him feel even worse about himself, he may actually uh, kick into gear. You made me feel worse when you mentioned the ladder challenge because the ladder challenge oh, yeah, lost. And um, you've You've decided to come up with something source-like for the ladder challenge, haven't you? Why have I decided to do it? We just had a chat and you're like, what, yep, I'm running it. I don't care. What do you want to do? I, I think that we should double down. I think that we've lost our, we've lost our, we've our lost 20, 20 and realistically, it should have won last week because we, we just talked about Geelong Lane. You tell me that it should have won. <laughs> should have won last 7.2 week. Units. So what we've done is we thought, you know what? Let's, let's win that 20 that we've lost back. Let, let's, let's double it. So let's, let's chase. Let's chase. Let's, let's, for the first time in history of behind the boundary, let's chase. So we're, how much money are we putting down and where are we going, Pez? 
Yeah, you've got the bet on your phone. I don't, oh, know I don't have the bet about. on my phone. Uh, I do have the bet on my phone. Give me two seconds to get it up. My phone's actually recording there, Piz. All right, so we've gone two legs and we've gone 40 down, Piz. So 40 down uh, at $2.05 odds, St Kilda and the Swans just to win. So that'll that'll double us up. Saturday night special. Saturday night special. That'll uh, you know what? They're both at the same time, so you can sit there and just count your little green notes, pairs, because that's that's gonna that's gonna sh- shit it in. Double it up. Take the twenty that we originally staked back, and then be back where we are. With back the where we should have been when Geelong should have beaten. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. You you know. You yes. Take the losses on the. Chin. And it's very rare, it's very rare that we chase wins. So this is this is a big big thing for our podcast, pairs, because. Our credibility could go right out the window because I remember saying in a podcast early in the year, <laughs> don't chase, but you know what? I, you know, fuck it. Well, let's, <laughs> let's win this money back. Okay, don't even press the <laughs> no, button. No, you can't. I don't know which one it is. Um, well, there we go. Let's uh, get into it. It is Thursday night, um, so make sure you jump on our socials. And if you want to, give us some shit on there because <laughs> we're copping it, it anyway. We're copping it anyway. At Behind the Bound on uh, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, all of that, our... Uh, Little videos might go out this week. And Who knows? Uh, it's We've got an hour before the tip-off. I don't know if I can work my magic there, Hour Pez. before the thing. We'll see how we go. And um, that's it. I'm Pez. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have a good round this round. Is it, is it going to be a good round? How's, there's the positive self-talk. I don't know if you're asking the question to me because I don't know, but uh, I don't mind it, Pez. All right. Uh, peace out. Best of luck in your best. <laughs> I'm still sauce. We'll catch up next time. Uh, and if you're having a punt, make sure you uh, avoid Pez's bets.